deal with Ryan Kelly? What's the deal with Kenny Moore? What's the deal with Quentin Nelson? We'll tell you what we know. It's all we know. It's all anybody's willing to tell us is what we will tell you. I saw Anthony Richardson at practice today. In fact, saw all four guys at practice. None of them worked today. Grover Stewart, he worked today. That's good. He was limited, but he was out there. He was doing his business, and the others were not. Didn't have helmets on. Uh, Ryan Kelly and Anthony Richardson, the other guys didn't either, but they wouldn't. You've got Quentin Nelson with a toe. You've got Kenny Moore with a knee. You've got concussions for both Anthony Richardson and Ryan Kelly. And I feel bad saying this, but there's no chance that the Colts can win this Sunday without Anthony Richardson. You do not sit him in order to protect him. The NFL is not about protection. The NFL is about winning. The NFL is about production, week to week to week to week. We'll talk about production. Lamar Jackson, with the same team last year, 11 games he finished. How many points did his team, the Ravens, average scoring in those games versus those seven games that he did not play or did not finish? There's one he didn't finish, played a little bit. We'll talk about that, how valuable is he. We talked to Shaquille Leonard today. I asked him, I said, what's it like facing Lamar Jackson? He said he's a dynamic player. <laughs> Thanks. Didn't know that. And now, talking to Shaquille Leonard, an absolute pleasure today. We'll talk about the Chicago Bears. What did I tell you people? Bears fans, for the love of God, wake the hell up and understand how you are being played by your ownership and your upper management. Please. No fan base is more deserving of aggressive, good football than the Bears fans. And they get the least of it. Of all 32 teams, they have the 12-game losing streak. But somehow you went into this season thinking it was going to be different. What the hell's the matter with you? We'll talk about it. Cubs, they got the Diamondbacks tonight. Indiana's jerseys, the black jerseys, should they instead get some throwbacks. I'll tell you why they shouldn't get some throwbacks, some 79 throwbacks to honor the great Lee Corso, who at the age of 88, hey, there he still is on college football game day, live from Boulder last week. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling for Thursday, September 21st, 2023. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson's the best plumber I've ever had come into the house, and he's been here like four or five times doing work. And I mean getting stuff right. He didn't cause more problems. He solved every problem he came into this house to solve. Fantastic plumber. You need a plumber, you call him. 765-610-8809. Like this video because it's the polite thing to do. So we bring our voice down because it's a polite thing to do. Subscribe so you've got a chance to win some kind of swag, perhaps a jersey, perhaps a hoodie, perhaps an autographed jersey. All are available periodically right here. And if you want to make a donation, make a donation it, to be eligible to win a prize. And if you've entered, you've entered. You don't have to enter twice. In fact, you should not enter twice. Your ticket is in one of the two prize buckets as we speak. All right. But you've got to subscribe here. Subscribe to Two Big Brains and send me a DM to let me know how to get a hold of you should you win. The DM is how I access you. All right, uh, and again, you want to donate, you donate. We got a donation from Cooper. 
who says, out of all Colts tight ends, who's most likely to be a breakout star? I know Jelani Woods is hurt, but last year in limited action, he looked promising. He did look promising. Drew Ogletree looks promising. He did in camp last year before he got hurt. This year, it's Will Mallory. Will Mallory looks pretty good as a, a tight end who can catch a football. I don't know how much you want to use him as a blocking tight end, and this scheme of Shane Steichen's requires a tight end to block now and again, and you can't only use Will Mallory as a receiving tight end and only use Mo Ali Cox as a, uh, as a blocking tight end. You can't do that because that's a tell, as we say. Teddy KGB would say, I know what you are doing. You have a tell. I have a tell. I have the Oreos. Give this man his money. That's my Teddy KGB from Rounders. At any rate, you don't want to tell the opponent what you're doing. I think Will Mallory's got a chance to be a really good receiving tight end. He is fast. He's, he's got good hands. He's processing information in, in real time. Asked him about it the other day. I, I like Will Mallory a lot. Doesn't mean it can't be Drew Ogletree, though. Doesn't mean it can't be Kylan Granson. All right, let's talk about Anthony Richardson. Anthony Richardson at practice today. Typical him, playful, no helmet, no work, can't touch football. You can't do football work right now. So no, no catching, no passing, none of that stuff. Now, while you're in the this place in the concussion protocol, tomorrow, here's my prediction. This is my prediction. He's going to be limited tomorrow at practice. He's going to be activated on Saturday. He's going to start Sunday because you can't win without him. Gardner Minshew is not going to beat the Baltimore Ravens because here is the deal with Lamar Jackson. And I know that the opposing quarterbacks don't play against each other. They're never on the field at the same time. However, here's what is true about Gardner Minshew. In the 11 games he finished last year, the Ravens, they never scored fewer than 19 points. They scored fewer than 19 points once. In 10 of the 11, they didn't score uh, fewer than 19 points. They averaged 25 points per game. In the seven that Lamar Jackson did not finish or did not start, most of them, he just didn't play at all. One, he failed to finish after he started. Do you know? What they averaged, 13, and they never scored more than 17 points. On average, Lamar Jackson is worth 12 positive points to the Ravens over whoever their backup is. Gardner Minshew is, is a lesser offensive quarterback than Anthony Richardson. You cannot have that chasm of difference between that players in that position and overcome it. You just can't. Lamar Jackson would have to throw seven interceptions, two of them for picks, in, in, or, or two of them for pick sixes. Have to take it to the house to beat Lamar Jackson. You have to do that twice. That's just the way it is. You cannot overcome Lamar Jackson versus Gardner Minshew. You can't. With Anthony Richardson, you got a chance. Shaquille Leonard, he sounded ready to compete in Baltimore said he loves the chatter in Baltimore. He loves the fans getting on him. Loves it. Feeds off it. Shaquille Leonard feeds off a lot. It's a little bit worrisome that Shaquille Leonard feel, feeds off the hatred of others at the level that he does. But I guess, you know what? 
whatever it takes, whatever floats your boat. I got no problem with it. I would not counsel a youngster to do that. However, an NFL player, whatever gets you primed to go out there and hit somebody in the, in the chest plate and knock that ball loose, do the peanut punch, the Shaquille slam, you know, go ahead. Do it. Feed off it. Um, are the Colts good enough to beat the Ravens in Baltimore? No. I don't think, certainly not without, uh, and, and I don't mean to poo-poo on your excitement for Sunday. I'm going to be excited too. I, 60 minutes. You know what? You got 53 guys. 60 minutes. Go play. See what happens. Try to out-execute. Try to out-finesse. Try to out-hit. Out-aggressive. Do all that stuff and see how it turns out at the end of the game. The Ravens minus eight. I like the Colts to cover, but lose ultimately. I think they've got a, a shot, and where they've got a shot, Tucker is a really good kicker, and Tucker has won a lot of games for the Ravens. But Gay's a good kicker, and Gay has won a lot of games for his teams. So take the points where you can get them. Don't chase sevens when you can go get a three. Don't do it, Shane. Take the points where you can get them. You do that, and if Anthony plays, you got a shooter's shot. If Gardner Minshew plays, it's going to be tough sledding. I love Gardner Minshew. People get mad at me for talking like this about Gardner Minshew. He knows who he is. Uh, Jeffrey Condon said, who will be Lamar's number one spy? Speed, Zaire? I think it's going to be speed. Speed's faster than Zaire Franklin. So I think it's speed. But what it could be also is uh, Julian Blackman. He might wind up being the spy. We'll see. You know, they do it in different ways. They, they don't just straight scheme, here's our spy. And, and so we'll see what Gus Bradley does. But somebody's going to be spying him. And then those edge guys have got to hold their discipline. they got to keep him hemmed in. Grover and DeForest move the pile forward, collapse the pocket, the edges, hold their ground, and you go get him. When he rolls, grab him. You got to get hands on Lamar Jackson. Whoever is carrying the football for the Ravens, you got to uh, get hands on. Indiana's black jerseys this weekend. Are you for them? Are you against them? Are you indifferent? Mm. Would you rather see the Hoosiers wear kind of a retro look from 1979? Would you rather see that to honor Lee Corso, who hasn't passed away? I would rather see the coaches. I want to see Tom Allen wear one of the red frocks with the Indiana across the front like Corso rocked back in the day. I think that'd be cool. Selinger says, Colts had Ravens beat last year. Hopefully this year they close the deal. They had a lot of teams beat last year. They had the Vikings beat last year. They had the Cowboys beat last year. It's not that you lead, it's when you lead. Having somebody beat, that doesn't get it done. That's just that that's not relevant to the conversation. It's not. It's either an L or a W. No style points, just L's and W's. Uh, Pacers, they have started to work. We don't talk about the Pacers a lot. With Buddy Heald to facilitate a deal out of Indianapolis. Who didn't see this coming? Let's see some hands. Who thought that Buddy Heald was going to open the season on that roster, on that Pacers roster? Anyone? You know, one time, the great Bob Kravitz, he bet that Jamal Tinsley would not be in a Pacers jersey on opening night, and he said, if he is, I'll walk from here to Kokomo. 
We took him up on his offer. He walked to Kokomo because Jamal Tinsley was not on the roster. There is no way Buddy Heald is going to be on the roster. There just isn't. They tried to work out an extension. I'm not entirely sure why. I love Buddy Heald. I think he brings enthusiasm. Played 80 games last year. He doesn't need load management. He loves basketball. That's got to count for something. It does. He's going to make almost $20 million this year to play basketball 80 times. That's a lot of money for a lot of basketball. That's about a quarter million per game. If that ain't enough, bye, like they say in Tombstone. Cubs, Pirates, tonight. Buddy Heald is worth more in trade than he is as a person. That's just the way it is. I feel terrible saying it because there is no nicer human being in the NBA than Buddy Heald. Uh, Colts got to win, or Cubs got to win tonight against Pirates. That wild card berth, they got 10 games left. Could just poof right before your very eyes go away. That'd be a shame for the Cubs. You got to close. They almost, you know, I can hear, you know, um, Selinger, you know, the Cubs, they had the playoffs made with 10 games left in the season. That doesn't matter at all. It matters where you finish. Um, Bears in free fall, a 12-game losing streak. The, the coaches, Justin Fields, this kind of chaos, it occurs in a vacuum of leadership. There is no leadership in Lake Forest. And because there's no leadership in Lake Forest, people are becoming who they are. And that's just the way it is. Ryan Poles said this today. He said, no one, are, no one in our building is panicking. Well, maybe you oughta. What do you think? Is now the time to panic? How many FBI raids on defensive coordinators' homes do you have to sustain in order to feel like, hmm, maybe I've got to panic. This might be the proper time to panic. Maybe we hired the wrong guy in Matt Eberflus. Maybe we've got a quarterback who isn't quarterbackly enough to lead this team. What did I tell you? What did I tell you, Bears fans, when the Bears hired Matt Eberflus. Some guys kind of walk like a, a lead dog, like a head coach, and some guys walk like they're a really good assistant, that they love being an assistant, that they're really good at being an assistant. Matt Eberflus stopped doing what he was good at and tried to become something that he is not accustomed to being or projects to be good at, and that's a head football coach in the National Football League. He is not a good head football coach. That was foreseeable. Anybody with a brain, anybody with one ounce of acumen where it comes to judging leadership qualities knew that was not going to be a good situation for Matt Eberflus and especially not a good situation for the Chicago Bears. It's, he's Eberflus, and Paul said, oh, we have great confidence in Matt Eberflus and Justin Fields. Why don't you just shove them off the Oak Street Pier into, the, into Lake Michigan and wave bye-bye to them now? Be, there is no way that Matt Eberflus survives the season. Once it starts rolling downhill like this, ain't no coming back from it. Sad for Matt, he is a really, really nice man and, and probably a really good linebackers coach, which is what he was with the Cowboys. As a defensive coordinator, he was on the precipice, I believe, of being fired with the Indianapolis Colts before the Bears swooped in and hired him as a head coach. What a clown show in Chicago. And Bears fans deserve better, but because you tolerate what the Bears are, 
they are allowed to remain at. Don't tolerate it. Do something about it. And that starts with your checkbook. 